Support joint health and muscle comfort with the anti-flam range from Chemist Warehouse starting from $18.99. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Bring it. Here we go. Right wing corner, left footed in, swinger from Laval. She bends it near post. Six yard marks and who has got the goal? Oh yes indeed! It's Haran who runs off to celebrate! Extraordinary! Just can't sit, gotta get jiggy with it. That's it, the honey, honey, come ride. Back with point, Stark has for Stokes. He's three from 15. Bowls here and he bowls him! That is some delivery. Off stump, cartwheeling. What a big moment that might prove to be. Mitchell Stark, who was off the field straight after lunch with a sore shoulder, back on into the attack and knocks over the England captain for three. England lose their fifth wicket. Randall pops up to Lavo. Here we go. Can he make it? You betcha. You betcha. Jonathan. Yes, good morning. Friday morning as we head into the weekend. Jonah, the great late Jonah Lomu. And that game, the match of the century over there in Australia, Olympic Park, sold out stadium, got a hell of a start. Australia crawled back and then Jonah sealed it for the All Blacks. And then, well, a week later, the one and only John Eels. It's the Wellington. And ruins it for us as the big lock gets up there and kicks the winner in the final minutes. Never ever thought I'd see the day when a big lock with number five on his back gets up and kicks the winning field goal for the Wallabies. That was a long time ago. That's the last time they probably had the Bledisloe Cup. Anyway, lads, it's a big good morning to you. Just remember, day one of the fifth Ashes Test in Australia. Trail bike, 222 runs with nine wickets in hand. First innings is uh, at Stumps, and Australia are in a commanding lead at the moment. Uh, you can catch that tonight from nine with Adam Collins, Jeremy Coney, Daniel Norcross, Maharat Sundrasen right here on SCNZ. We've got a big show, lads. We've got Matt Burke. I spoke to him yesterday. We'll play that for you after 7 o'clock. So stay tuned. Talking Wallabies. The Vanellsia team. A few changes in that. Jojo Leg from Mijo to talk wellness this winter. Plenty of illness going around. So if you're feeling a little bit under weather, stay tuned for that. And then Craig McGrath, the Auckland MPC coach, after 8 o'clock as they head into a big season of provincial rugby. It's a big good morning to the team. Kempi's up there in Kitty Kitty and Rick Dogs holding down the fort there in Auckland. How you doing, lads? Yeah, morning, morning, Izzy. Uh, happy Red Nose Day. It's Red Nose Day today, as we mm. know, for, uh, especially for you, heading off to Rickerton Park to try and get yourself paid. And make sure you donate plenty, too, today to Red Nose, uh, our, our Cure Kids um, th- uh, Day today, which is the 28th of July. So a big shout-out to everyone that's getting involved in that today. Yeah, mate, it's a nice day. It's cold. I'll tell you what, it is still blinking cold um, and I'm over it I'm absolutely over it I just looked at that Ashes score I told you I said to you they shouldn't they shouldn't talk too early 
The Australians have come out and absolutely smashed them on the first. Three ones are hiding, isn't it, Kempi? My mate, there's no moral victory in a 3-1 hiding, I'm telling you. And, uh, mate, the Broncos looked good last night. Uh, they mm. are absolutely on fire. So, uh, good weekend of sport. You just don't know where to, where to look. The soccer yesterday was unbelievable. I think, mm. I think and Rick, Rick will be able, to be able to tell us this, Rick. Are they probably the two best teams that we've seen so far? I would, the, s- yeah. The, Ameri- the Americans and the Dutch. Well, that was the they were the World Cup finalists last time, 2019. You know, um, I, the Americans have lost a few players to retirement and things, um, but I mean they did win that World Cup. They won two in a row, and the Dutch are without their best striker at the moment because she did an ACL. But yeah, they I mean they looked really good. I mean, I would say that. Yeah, where's Rapinoe? She's on the bench because they basically. She not, uh... Well, she's 37. She's retiring at the end of the season, so she's. I think they basically okay. see her there as the the player to bring on to close games out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That Sophia Smith is is something else. You read it off that name. You still was watching her with ball in hand, and she looked absolutely phenomenal. Boys, boys, just hold your chat there. Let's rip straight into it, Rick Dog. Yes, and some heavyweights on Aish. here today. Uh, Kimby, Izzy, Ricardo <laughs> with you. And uh, the triple threat where we ask the three big questions of the morning. And boys, I've got to say, watch last night. The Broncos seem to be cosplaying as the Melbourne Storm for some reason. I don't know what was going on there. But uh, uh, we saw Lindsay Collins, probably last kick he'll ever put it in a game of rugby league, the one that gave away the try. <laughs> uh, the ref stopped the Broncos try. It could have been worse. I mean, they were 20-0 up with 60 minutes mm. gone. Are the roosters done? Are they gone? Like a dinner. Absolutely mm. done. I said that two weeks ago. We, we talked about it on running it straight, Rick, uh, myself and Sammy Hewitt, and then we talk about it all the time when we were commentating the Warriors. You know, like, are the roosters absolutely going to come back with the roster that they've got? And, of course, you saw the little cheese come back last night and uh, he couldn't do anything to a Broncos team mm. that... Everyone's been waiting all year. Remember that conversation we had with Matty Johns sort of earlier in the year? And he said, oh, I'm waiting for the wheels to fall off up at the Broncos. You know, no one no one believes they can keep the run-up. Well, I'll tell you now, they can keep the run-up. They've got a very, very good side. Pat Car- um, Carrigan scoring his first try in the NRL last night. Um, <laughs> I can't believe that. Getting over for our kicker. Uh, and uh, yeah, the oh, other don't thing, about, talk, about kick, talk about kicking, talk about kicking Reynolds, five from five. Mm. Look, Sels will be kicking themselves because I think if Sels had Reynolds in their side at the cur- at the current side that Sels got at the moment, they're dead set um, win the competition. But now that he's up at the Broncos, he's he's changed the shape of that Broncos side. Um, Reese Walsh has been uh, touted as the next Billy Slater. That's really interesting for me because Billy Slater is a true professional. I think you can you can probably say as footballers they look the same, but let's see and uh, wait. I, I reckon for whether or not he has that um, Billy Slater. Uh, what would you call it, consistency, both both mentally and physically. So, mate, the Broncos look good, right? Um, Izzy, I can't I can't see them not making the top four. I think they I think they are yeah. favourites for the four at the moment. Are the Chooks cooked? I think Izzy? they're pushing. Are the Chooks? Yeah, cooked? Uh, they just looked they looked like a bunch of schoolboys. To be completely honest, I, I just some of the mistakes and some of the errors. They don't look happy. Not happy one, but like. The shape that they were playing, it just looked 
basic and there was no real continuity there was no real understanding of what they're trying to do and some of their tries were good but were they set plays were they you know earned you know that's that's the question and mate I don't know because at the start of the season they had a big off-season signing and you know Brandon Cheese Brandon Smith made his move and that has just backfired big time Kempi Brandon Smith what does Brandon Smith need to do to get back to where Brandon Smith has been? You know, there's been a lot of question marks about his conditioning, you know, whether he's got the right mindset to, to push as a superstar. That, that's the challenge. When, you, when you're new to an environment and new to a competition, you're hungry. You will do anything possible. You will do the extras. You will work extremely hard to get yourself into good nick and play and then potentially earn that big con- contract. He's earned that big contract now. Has he relaxed? No, well, no, as he hasn't relaxed. And and this is the problem that you have when, as you know, mm. mate, you got players. You know, you have players that are professionals and, and you know do things, every little thing they do and make sure that they're there. Then you have other players that are sort of semi-professional. They, they're tutus, but they they get the job done. And then you just have tutus. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and those players that the, you need that mix. And as a coach, you get them all the time. Mm. But it's the right coach and it's the right environment. And Brandon Smith has come out of that that Bellamy environment. And and now when you look at the relationship that those two had, Bellamy kept him on the straight and narrow. I can mm. guarantee you this is what's happened. He's gone to Sydney. He's got all the off-field stuff in front of him, and he's and he's got all the bright lights that and the bright lights. The you know you know what the culture's like there. The the you mm. know the the horses, the the races, the Everything that goes with Sydney, and he's for, he's forgotten himself, and and they can't control him, and and now it's mm. affecting his football. The best thing for Brandon Smith, get back to Melbourne, hundred percent, because I yep. don't think we'll see Brandon Smith outside of Melbourne play the best football ever again. I just don't think mm. any other coach can control him. Yeah, I don't think they can come back, Rick Dog. I just think it's going to be uh, difficult for them. And Herbie uh, Barnworth scores the first try and keep his kickers alive. And then the man's man, oh, I think he's still trying to find himself there over at Bendigo. So, Dave, we, we lost it, mate. We lost it. Well, Kempi's kicker was alive, but it uh, fell apart at Bendigo yesterday. But that's okay. We'll have another crack at that tomorrow. But FIFA, Women's World Cup, wow. <laughs> Yeah, wow. Massive upset last night in Brisbane. <laughs> Nigeria 3, Australia oh. 2. And it wasn't actually that close. The The Nigerians no. were up 3-1, <laughs> and the Aussies got their second goal in the 100th minute of the game. Uh, you know, so it was injury time on injury time. Australia on the verge of being eliminated at the group stage. Uh, New Zealand not guaranteed to get out of our group either. If both hosts get knocked out at the group stage in this tournament, will it impact your interest in it? Oh, To an extent for me, look, I've I've enjoyed watching the football ferns, particularly that first game. You know, like, I was a little bit weary at the start, but they showed so much gut and determination that that I got invested into it. Um, it will f- to an extent, Rick Dog. Um, but just on last night's game, man, well done to Nigeria. Mm. They absolutely deserved it. They had Australia playing a, a way that a team looked like they were under so much pressure. You know, scoreboard pressure, it just does 
funny things. You know, Australia, in, in overtime in the first half, extra time, they get up in, you know, 1-0 lead. And then they come back to score just before half time. That would have deflated them so much. So Nigeria, mate, they, they had opportunities and they took them. They got up to 3-1 lead, 3-2, just even not ledger, but deserved winners for me. And is Sam Kerr going to make it back? No, I don't think she will. Uh, they, they, she was originally wow. going to miss the first two group games and they said she might miss all of the group games and be back for the knockout stages, which is, you know, uh, <laughs> counting your chicken, counting your eggs before they hatch, as you say, Kempe. Um, uh, so <laughs> they they might rush her back. Will she play needled? Will she will she have to? Because there's a half-fit Sam Kerr better than no Sam Kerr at the moment, Kempe. Well, they're, they're talking about the, all the conspiracies are coming out too about Sam Kerr too. Like I saw one yesterday saying, tell um, tell everyone the real reason why Sam Kerr isn't playing. Uh, so they're, they're talking mm-hmm. that it is an injury, that it's something else. And I think just with the Australians, look, I don't think it curbs my uh, interest in it at all. That game yesterday between the Dutch and the USA, mm. I was just, you know, looking at that game and the way that they were so smooth with a ball and and defending, mm. and, and, and the goals were just outstanding. So um, Nigeria last night against Australia, look, is, you, you can in, in football, Rick, as you know, in the stages, you can't really um, determine who's going through the stages until the last ball's kicked in the stages, you know what I mean? So as you, as you see, we thought after our, our ladies um, lost the other night that they were done, but, mate, they go out and win mm. on Sunday, then they're through. So they... They might still get through both Australia and New Zealand, but I think when you go through to the, the, the top 16, I actually think you're going to get more people watching because mm. the football gets better, you know. And, and mm. I saw that yesterday. Um, I was just looking at the screen going, well, man, definitely fill the stadium when you get to those semifinals. And if the final, you wouldn't get a ticket. No, no, that's going to be that's going to be a sellout regardless of who's in it, you've got to think. Um uh, boys, that is uh, that game yesterday. You talked about the USA Netherlands was massive. Up till then, mm-hmm. I thought the Italy Argentina game was the best game I'd seen at the tournament. But that was another level again. So yeah, superb, superb. Absolutely loving the football World Cup. And Kempi, you're right. You know when we get to the end and we get to see the best of the best going at it, is there going to be any surprises apart up in that 16? When you think of the top teams, you got Japan. Uh, you've got uh, Spain, you've got um, you know USA, Netherlands. Who else would you chuck in there? To, to Germany, yep, Germany. The they're probably dead. They're up there with the the Neds in the USA. So when yep. you get to this final sixteen, we're going to see the best teams and yeah, bring it on. But go the football fans on Sunday. Oh, please get up. That'll yeah. be so good for That'd the tournament. That'd be great if they can make it through. It would be all right. <laughs> Third and final of the triple threat questions. The All Blacks and Wallabies oh. squads were named for Bledisloe 1 yesterday. Should start with you, I guess, Izzy. Whew. What stood out Whew. to you? Uh, what stood out for me was the bench, particularly with the All Blacks. Um, you know, got Cam Roygaard coming in and getting locked. You know, I absolutely love that. I love it because if Aaron Smith goes down and we haven't seen anything from um, Cam Roygaard and we're totally relying on Finlay Christie, then I'd be a little bit nervous. So this is his opportunity to go out there and show us and Fozzie what he's capable of. So, yeah, really excited to see Cam Roygaard. Luke Jacobson being given a chance to have a crack on the bench as well. And also Caleb Clark. Is he ahead of the others, a la Whainganuku, mm. 
Or is this just his last chance? You have to think of this as a trial as well, lads. Potentially for the World mm. Cup. You know, Offa Toonga Fasi and Nepo are on the bench. Is this a trial for them to potentially look for that mm. extra lo- um, propping position? So, look, I think it's the big makeup of the bench that's really, really interesting. The first 15 select themselves at the moment, but the the uh, the bench makeup is, is where it gets interesting. And then, obviously, with the Wallabies, you've got the young duo at 9 and 10, and you've got Tate McDermott and Carter Gordon, who are going to be put ups under so much pressure. And what else was not surprising? Well, was Eddie Jones' clip. <laughs> He's <laughs> we, good, isn't he? We got that. We're going to get that clip for you because Eddie is just a master deflector at what he does. So take a listen to this. Yeah, and there's nothing better than winning against New Zealand because you feel the country sinking, right? It's not just rugby <laughs> sinks, the country sinks. Yeah, the whole economy goes down. The, like, the Prime Minister's there with his fingers crossed hoping the All Blacks win because he knows the economy's going to drop if they lose. And so we can have that effect. And at the same time, then the Australian kids want to play rugby again. Because at the moment, too many of them want to play AFL. <laughs> he's the great deflector, isn't he? He's gone and taken the whole focus again off the team and become the treasurer of, of the New Zealand economy and said, no, you guys need to win, otherwise the economy's absolutely mm. um, stuffed. And by the way, just so you know, this is about AFL. It's not about rugby. And I just think, mate. I just think that's uh, absolutely outstanding from Eddie Jones. Mate, he's, he's up against it. The thing I like about the side um, is, is that they didn't make any changes mm. except for the one that was forced, which is Dalton Popoli, to the the side of the scrum. Um, yeah. Of course, Artie picking up the captaincy and the rest of the team staying the same. Really surprised, like you are, that Caleb Clark is in there. I think you're dead right around the trolls. Mm. I think he's um, he's probably given another chance because they've made their mind up on the others, uh, which is yeah. which is really interesting. Uh, Anton Leonard Brown getting getting that mm. spot on the bench um, with Cam Roygaard. Uh, it's I think a trial for them too as well to see whether or not they'll go through. And I think it's the end of the the line for a couple of the newbies that. Um, got named, you know, uh, with this game that goes, I think if they get this one, then they go to Dunedin, they throw those boys on the bench on. Uh, Sam Whitelock, everyone that's answered the Sam Whitelock question. Mm. So we've got the two, um, four and five, and Scott Barrett and Brody Retallick playing. I think, again, a good call after that South African game. So good to see that we've got some consistency with the selections and it's not too heavy on rotations, knowing that we've only got... What are we now, just on a month out, just over a month, five mm. weeks before the World Cup start? Just on that, from my experiences in 2015, I was playing horrible, absolutely horrible, and I missed selection towards the end of it. And I played all the games leading up to the World Cup. So they were giving me chances to show if I was capable of it. It was a trial, no doubt. It was definitely a trial, and I failed that trial, and I obviously missed selection. So a lot of these players in particular... Caleb Clark, I think this is his trial, his chance to, if he gets an opportunity to show what he's made up, I think Leicester goes for sure, and others will be going ahead of him. Um, it just depends on utility factor, but messages come through, where's Leicester? We don't know. We don't know, Tim. We don't know, but um, hopefully we're going get to get a chance to see him soon, Rick Dog. Yeah, fingers crossed. I'll tell you what, Eddie, uh, AFL's not your only problem. I sent uh, Kempi an article <laughs> a couple of weeks ago about participation sports in Australia. They had the top 10 rugby union wasn't in it mm-hmm. in, num- in terms of numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, AFL's not your problem, Eddie. <laughs> AFL is not your problem.
There's a few other things the going on, buddy. That, Rick, it, the NRL's not in it either. Well, you know, the NRL so was in it, but it wasn't as high as you would think, right? So football was up there, yeah. AFL was up there, cricket was up there, netball was up there, basketball was up there. I think those were all ahead of a, a rugby league. But yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one, boys. Uh, we, uh, we've got something uh, new today as well. It's called Who I, Who Am I? And uh, two mm. dudes, two dudes are on board. Two dudes, uh, Kiwi-made natural men's products that make you look good, feel good, and do good. It's all about grooming uh, from your head to your balls. Apparently, that's what they mm. say. Uh, oh no, there's a pack, there's a pack winging it your way, is he? There's a pack winging it your way, Kempy, as well. Um, well groomed already, lads. Come on. <laughs> we got a hundred dollar <laughs> gift pack from two dudes to give away today, and we're doing who am I? So we're going to do a clue at six, a clue at seven, and a clue at eight. And uh, yep. you just text through if you think you know who it is. Text through the answer, and at the end of the show, we'll draw a winner and announce that. Uh, have you got the first clue there, is he? I do, I do. Okay, here we go. I played provincial rugby for Marlborough, Canterbury, and Waikato. There you go. That is your first clue for who am I. I played provincial rugby for Marlborough, Canterbury, and Waikato. Double eight, double three. Send your messages through, and uh, if you get that right, we'll pick the winner for that little prize pack for you. Stay tuned. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance. Support joint health and muscle comfort with the anti-flam range from Chemist Warehouse starting from $18.99. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Yes, welcome back. Who am I? Your clue. I played provincial rugby for Marlborough, Canterbury and Waikato. We give away a pack from two dudes. Kiwi made natural men's products that make you look good, feel good and do good. Keep those messages coming through. Some correct, some are well off. Well off. So you might be on the right track. Couple of messages here, lads. What Eddie said is a testament to a uh, testament mount. Tant- is it testament to insider training? Tantamount. Tantamount. Tantamount to insider trading, trying to till our markets with outlandish economic precautions. Martha Stewart went to jail for that. So, Eddie, (laughs) Eddie, 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 you just have to be aware of what you're saying, all right? Because it might come back to sting you and bite you in the backside, particularly when you get politics involved in it. Our economy isn't sinking just yet. Might be on its way, but we'll have to wait and see. Anyway, lads, one for more from Mark before we get off and get some headlines from Rick Doll. Morning, boys. First off, I still think Dalton Papali has to take the next step up. Second, Caleb will be signing with South Sydney Rabbitohs after the World Cup. <laughs> Mark, he thinks he's going to league. Oh, that'd be interesting to see if All that even unfolds, doesn't it? Well, the Dolphins, he'd go extremely well. Maybe him and Shooter Stevenson heading off because we haven't even seen his name being thrown in the mix. I think he's going to be hard done by. Anyway, come back. A couple of messages as as well, boys, that we'll get through throughout the show. But we've got a big couple of hours ahead. Uh, Rick Log is going to do some headlines shortly. But before then, here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Aotearoa.